welcome hey, to the conversation. Hey, uh, I'm Todd Brown, and this is Rick Coop. Yep. Uh, and every week we get together and we have this conversation, and we invite you to get together with us uh, and and talk. Um, we're talking about things uh, of our religion, things of our faith, mm-hmm. um, things about the world and the way that it all interacts, and we want to invite you to come and be with us. Uh, so today. What we're talking about is the Bible itself in an in an interesting way. The question is: Is the Bible even relevant? Yeah. Is it? Why do we care? Is the Bible even a relevant thing? Um, and so we're going to walk through that today in this conversation. Um, and I guess the first question is: What's relevant? What do you mean relevant? Oh, God, man. <laughs> How about needed? Yeah, needed. Um, necessary. Um, I'm, I'm going to, to go along with that, I'm going to take a different side of the coin here. I, I've heard some things um, throughout my time as being a Christian mm-hmm. um, that, that the Bible is hopelessly outdated, that the Bible's full of myths, it's got fairy tales, half-truths. Uh, that the Bible's hard to understand, uh, that the Bible isn't reliable. Um, people have said, you know, I feel guilty when I read the Bible. Uh, and the one that, that I, it makes them feel that guilty? It makes them feel guilty. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's I, sure. Um, and then the, the one that, that I, I think is the most intriguing to me is that uh, I let my pastor read the Bible and explain it to me. <laughs> Um, I'm not smart enough yeah, to read I, the Bible. I, yeah, maybe that's implied, but to me, um, the, the Bible is such an important part of my life. Um, and, Why? and it helps me understand me okay. better and helps me understand my relationship with the Lord or the relationship He desires for me to have. It may not be necessarily what I do. Um, um, but it helps me to understand the kind of relationship he wants to have with me. And, and I, I think the Bible will always be relevant in, in that part of the uh, equation. Um, he's so, trying to, I, I feel like the Bible uh, is God trying to say to us, this is who I am and this is what I hope for with you. Yeah, yeah. So relevant to you means it's relevant to you. Ah. Yeah. Uh, relevant to you means it provides profound. It, that's deep. Yeah. And that <laughs> means it provides resources that you need. Mm-hmm. It guides you. It yeah. helps you to and then that and you feel like that's relevant to me is all is is not just useful, but yeah. currently useful. Current exactly. in the in useful in the current atmosphere. So yeah. if I had, uh, if I had a, uh, if I had the instructions for a light bulb from 1943, and how to use it and maintain that light bulb from 1943, actually, light bulb is a pretty poor uh, example. If I had a, a manual for how to maintain a 1943 Chevrolet, yeah. Um, yeah, that isn't relevant to my uh, 2023. Rav Four Toyota, or even mm-hmm. my 2023 Blazer from Chevrolet. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to see something weird, look at a Blazer today and mm-hmm. a Blazer from 1980. They completely mm-hmm. different creatures. So it's not 
that manual for that 1980 Blazer is no longer relevant to the 19 uh, or to the 2023 Blazer. Mm -hmm. So is is this still relevant to the 2023 Human? Okay, so here here's my take on that. Though societies change and and times change and nations change what I find about the scripture is this that it speaks to the human condition that is a thread through us all mm -hmm. uh, through my my ancestors all you know up to me and I'm talking about if I go back years and years and years and years and you know that's something I like to do is sure that ancestry type thing um, but I'm not talking about just my ancestors. I'm talking about human beings in general. Um, a, 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 an emotional pain is an emotional pain is an emotional pain. Is an, you know, I don't care if it's today or yesterday or tomorrow. A physical pain is a physical pain is a physical pain. Whether it's a, cancer was you know yesterday, cancer's today, or cancer's you know tomorrow. Um, there are certain things that we deal with, parenting, um, uh, friendships, uh, people who are uh, who attack you constantly, the, the people who are constantly on your back. There are things that happen in the human world, in, in, in the life of a human being, that are the same yesterday as they are today and tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, to me, the Bible is relevant because it speaks to those things, and it speaks to, um, for me also. There's a hole. I believe in every human being. There's a hole in our soul, and some people try to fill that hole with alcohol or drugs or relationships or work or blah 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 blah. But because of our makeup, the only way that that hole can really be filled to me mm -hmm. is through God's word and God's presence in our life and the way we understand God's presence in our life is by reading this this Bible that mm -hmm. he's given us to explain to us what he desires um, it, it, I, I don't know is that yeah. I hope I explained that well enough I know I, yeah, I get it I get it. It, it, it so when I thought when I was thinking of what's relevant and how we could compare what you just said to other things mm -hmm. because again we don't want to get into the circular reference issue mm -hmm. um the, the sure uh, where, yeah, where, where yeah. the bible says the bible's right so yeah so it must be right it must yeah. be right yeah um but there are so many examples of very old books very old stories that hang with us because they're relevant they mm -hmm. because like you said they speak to that hole in you they mm -hmm. speak to the, the the ways you exist the things you need mm -hmm. um there's um, there's a concept uh, by um, a guy named jordan peterson who's a philosopher psychologist theologian mm -hmm. um that talks about old stories that are that are fictions but are more true than truth mm. Mm -hmm. um, because they have such a they have such a stream of truth that runs through them the story when it's done mm 
has has told a truth that we all mm-hmm. know. We all identify with it. We get it. Mm-hmm. Um, examples. Uh, there's a Russian author, Dostoevsky, who wrote a couple of books that I've read that people could keep going back to. Yeah. Because the truth in those stories is so... It's a fiction. But the yeah. truth in those stories about how humans interact, how humans behave, the... The, uh, the the consequences of your behavior uh, versus the reward of your behavior. Um, example uh, being uh, the brothers, the brothers Karamazov. Um, that book is about three brothers. It's about a family. It's about the way they exist, and they're three brothers, and they they represent mm-hmm. different sides of who we are. And as we walk through. Um, and there are so many truths that are told that when, as you read it, you just, mm-hmm. you fall in love with that story. Uh, one of my favorite truths is, uh, <laughs> by the time a man's 30 years old, he's got to become an adult. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a silly one, but it's just something that happens between the brothers. Another one is uh, a book called Crime and Punishment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... Crime and punishment is, it takes all the candy off of Mm -hmm. some things and makes us realize just how close we are, any of us are, to being that guy who could commit a crime. And then, and then the the tortures of going through that, what, what you do to yourself, not what somebody else does to you when you you commit those crimes. So my point is, a truth is a truth is a truth. And those are the things that are relevant to us eternally. Mm -hmm. Um. Homer's uh, great oh, yeah. stories of uh, the Odyssey and the Iliad, Iliad. Um, yeah, yeah. and those heroes mm-hmm. in those stories are—they're doing, you know, for heaven's sakes, they're fighting with Cyclopses, yeah. and their ship is being drawn towards sirens, and we know that those things aren't true. But are you or are you not called by sirens in your life, and don't they make you crash your sure. ship? Well, right now it's escaping me. The book about the animals and some animals are more equal uh, than other. The, uh, uh, the uh, Animal Farm. Animal Farm. George Orwell's yeah. Animal yeah. Farm. Yeah. Is that, it clearly a fiction? A, yeah. But there's so much truth. So much truth in that. Yeah. Some animals are more equal than others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You guys keep working. We're in here working with the farmers. It's right. going to be great. <laughs> but but I find that with scripture, and, and I don't want to be real. It, it's true it, it's yeah. just true it gives you and and there's another thing that i think about who we are as human beings we like to know our history yeah absolutely we we like to know where we've come from and it, i think it helps us to not only not go back to the bad places but it helps us to have a foundation to build on for better things mm-hmm. and i think that's another thing um, that the scripture does for me it tells me the story of God's people and what they went through and what you know I can face uh, again I don't I, I understand they don't use the Bible to explain itself to you know right but no, but the, the thing is that there is nothing you know scripture says there's nothing new under the sun mm-hmm. um, what I'm feeling at any given moment others have felt as well exactly and i may not know how to deal with it in the moment but i can certainly find yeah. 
where somebody's dealt somebody's with it. gone through it whatever yeah. that is in yeah. here somebody's gone through it right um from murder to adultery oh yeah uh, to whatever sin you got yeah whatever issue you're dealing with yeah somebody else has dealt with and it walks through there's a a twist of phrase or a different uh, emphasis on the on a different syllable um there's uh there's the the term the word of god Mm-hmm. Okay, so some people say this is the word of God, but then you could say it is the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, so not just what you're dealing with, yeah. but what can you expect from God on the other side of that mm-hmm. is here. Because mm-hmm. so so often what we think of is, uh, well, uh, I, again, somebody said to me one time, and I went, uh, the sky bully. Mm-hmm. So many people mm-hmm. think God's just waiting up there to whoop it on you. Yeah, you know, Bruce Almighty, smite me, Almighty Smiter. Mm-hmm. But the, but that's not if you if you read it carefully mm-hmm. and don't just take little snippets. I can make God a monster if I just oh, take yeah. little snippets. Absolutely. If you read it carefully, what you're finding is each time about the worst He does is to give you let you go ahead and do that thing you wanted to do. Go right ahead, boy. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have the consequences, and when you come back, mm-hmm. I'll love on you. But it's generally, it. So it's not. It's not just the word of God. It's not just. But it's also the experiences, as you're saying. There's somebody here who's done that, mm-hmm. who's been through that, and you can find them, and you can lean mm-hmm. on them. Um, when we talk a little bit about kind of combining that with what I was saying about the truth is the truth, mm-hmm. I think there. For me, the relevance of it in that case is there are truths that I need to understand that help me walk through my day. Mm-hmm. There are truths that I need to understand that help me get a grasp on what's what matters. Yep. Example. The truth is it's the truth, whether it's the truth or not, whether it's factual or not. Uh, the book of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens heavens and the earth. And then begins what is either arguably uh, a scientific description of exactly how God put it all together Mm -hmm. or is a fable uh, as told by the Hebrew people over time Mm -hmm. of of the major events of those things or is some combination Mm -hmm. of those things. But what I need out of that, what I need out of that, what's relevant to me, is in the beginning, God created mm-hmm. the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and void, and the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the waters. Mm-hmm. I got God, I got the Holy Spirit. And if I add John 1, I got John Jesus. Yeah. Yep. I got the whole, the picture is for me, there was never a time when God wasn't. Sure. Uh, scientifically, there has to be an original mover. Mm-hmm. He's the original mover. But um, but I also allow that truth to be a truth independent of some scientific study or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. What I care about is the truth that God created the heavens and the earth. And if I don't and if I allow that to be, then all the other science and things and stuff you want to put on it, I'm in. That's fine. 
I think of the the story of the Good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. Did that really happen? Exactly. You know, maybe it did. Jesus told maybe a ton of parables. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. It's not the point of the story. The point of the story is yeah, take care of each other. You know, if you see somebody who has a need, take care of that need. You know, bless them. And not only take care of the need, but take care of that. Go a step further. Take care of that need for maybe a couple of extra days. You know, um, the same thing I'm seeing with what you were just talking about. The point of the story is God. Mm-hmm. And, and again, adding John 1, God God the Father, God the Son's there, Jesus, God the Holy Spirit is there. Mm-hmm. And and that's the point mm-hmm. of the story. Where I, I and I thought you were gonna go this way, whether it be a six day or oh, no, six thousand years, you know. The point of the story is God. Um, and I'm not weakening God no. or strengthening God by saying it was or wasn't six days. Right. I'm not none of those things are mattering. What no. matters is in the beginning God created. Exactly. All of God. Exactly. There's the Trinity, there's the whole piece. And then in his image, he created them. Male and female, he created them. It's we are created in God's image. That's relevant to me. It is. That 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 goes Gives to how I walk through my day. Yeah, goes how do I walk through my day? Yeah. Um am I an image bearer today? Or did I shun that image because yeah. I needed to get revenge? Sure. <laughs> on no. Somebody or do a dirty so I could get get over and and who are you, my son? Are you are you my son? Did you are you really? Yeah. Um is that how we're doing this today? Cuz that's not how we should be doing this. Right. Today. Am I am I checking in? Am I So that's to me the relevance of those stories. Um We'll get into a little bit later the denomination thing, and one of the things I think as we talk about the Good Samaritan, as part of that story also is, I don't care what denomination you hang on your door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're part of the Hebrew sect, the Jewish people who run the temple, or, or you're a Samaritan who worships on the mountain. Right. I don't care. The question is, what did you do today? We presented with one of my children who's wounded. What did mm-hmm. you do today? That's what matters. So, wow, can anything be more relevant than that? Sure. Today? Um, yeah. I, you know, I want to go back to a, a point that you made, too, about you can use the Bible to prove anything. You can use the Bible to prove anything. You can use the Bible to dispel anything. But when mm-hmm. you take the Bible as a whole, yeah. it tells one story. Yeah. Uh, not not many different, you know, um, like you said, you can make a, a God just out to be, the, what is it, the smite me, mighty smiter? Yeah, the mighty yeah. smiter, the sky bully. Yeah. Um, you can do that or you can take this as a whole and see that um, this is a very loving, caring God who, who we follow. Um, something happened to me this week while I was preparing for our time today, and I, I found a couple of stories. I'm kind of switching gears here a little bit, but mm-hmm. man, it was really interesting to me that scientists believe that uh, artificial intelligence 
will soon, uh, and one date was by 2024, I think it was, 2024, 2034, I don't, uh, oh, I'm sorry, 2042, that an AI God will emerge, create its own Bible um, with better truths, it says. Now, in my mind, truth's truth. How can you, how can it be better? Um, but anyway, and that through that, it will create its own religion. And to me, that slights the relevance of Scripture. Um, if, we, if we're just so flippant about truth, if truth can be anything, I'm going to go into this. Just because I say it's truth, doesn't mean it's truth for everybody. Yeah. And that's one of the differences to me about Scripture. You find a truth in there that fits everybody, where I can come up with anything. And that's why I talked about the, the, the thing where you said you could make God this, this mm -hmm. terrible, you know, ogre. Um, just because I make it a truth doesn't mean it's truth. It has to, to, what would you say are the tests of, of real truth? Because just because I, AI can come up with a scripture doesn't mean it's going to be better than what the Bible is. What I want to hear fundamentalist, my fundamentalist friends say is um, if God said it, uh, the, mm. the Bible says mm -hmm. it, I believe it, that's it. I'm done. Mm -hmm. And I get that. I, I mean, I, I get that. I, I think what they're I mean, trying to pay homage to the what they feel as as the Word of God, and they're trying to be honest about. They're trying to give it that respect and that mm -hmm. reverence. But go ahead. I, I hear what you're saying, but I wanted to to add that. But I think they're also. I think what they're also doing is wanting to control people. Mm -hmm. yep. They're saying, my interpretation of this book yes, sir. is my pastor's interpretation of this book, my theologian's interpretation of this book says it, I believe it, that ends it. Mm -hmm. okay. Truth, to me, wins. Truth will win. There is no... There is no, uh, and then here's another nasty word. Someone, hopefully, somebody's paying attention enough to get their feelings hurt. Um, truth doesn't evolve. Truth is truth. Oh man, I like that. Okay, so if if we decide today that um, if if we decide today that we, there are witches among us and that we have to burn them at the cross uh, or burn them at a stake in the middle of town. Mm -hmm. um, and we get all whooped up about that and a bunch of teenage girls decide that they're going to get Miss Molly killed and so they say they saw her do some evil thing. Mm -hmm. That may run for a while, but eventually it settles out. Say people are like, oh, I can't believe that they're doing this in our schools and oh, I can't believe they let somebody... I kind of am like, you know what, it's going to, things evolve. 
you know, mm -hmm. life evolves and truth shakes out. For me, truth, mm -hmm. relevance are the base truths of life. Those are the things that are going to shake out. And to me, that is the thread of God existing in us. God created, and God created a base set of truths and the universe that we live in. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think those things shake out. I think that's why this book continues to move forward no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. So like, we talk about how old this book is. The Old Testament, there are estimates that it was not the stories, that the stories are 3,500, 2,000 years, some of them, before Christ. But the writing of it was as early as 1,000 mm -hmm. B.C., more likely 800 to 700 B.C. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's just, just be, let's say 700 B.C., and here we sit, 2023. Mm-hmm. And we have copies of very old manuscripts from those times, and they pretty much match mm -hmm. up. Yep. Okay, so truth has not evolved. Truth has moved forward mm -hmm. um, and has come through with us. So the relevance of it to me is that everything else is going to fall away, and this will keep moving forward. Now, there may come a day when people are angry with us, people destroy us and kill us, over it because of the truth because yep. of the truth yep. because it doesn't yep. suit them right um, because that new Bible that AI Bible comes out right so the yep. question is at what point do we become such fools that we don't recognize that something we created is now our God mm -hmm. we created that You're right. with our yeah. hands we yeah. did that at what point do we become such fools that that is what happens? And I would argue that this will reign. This mm -hmm. will continue to go on. Mm -hmm. There have been numerous different variations on this theme. Well, and, and you but know it the scriptures to move. have been under attack for thousands, you know, hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. uh, truth has been under attack for hundreds of years, and, and it will continue to be under attack. So we as human beings think that we can just figure it out and make it so, everything so much better than what it really is. Mm -hmm. um, and we do that with truth as well. Uh, we try to make it bigger, better. Uh, we it's make our own are. truth. We, we hope that enough people buy into our truth that it becomes um, society's norm. But like you said, it always shakes out. I think of a, a remember, Remember when your mom used to take the sifter thing yeah. and she'd squeeze it, you know, she'd pour flour in it and then you'd squeeze it and, and this little rotating thing would be on the bottom yeah. and, the, and the flour would fall. That's what, what comes out, what remains is truth. So in other words, I don't, I don't sweat it. Right. I'm not, right. I mean, there are people like, oh, we're going to go down. Yeah. This thing, you go. Honey, truth will win. Yeah. yeah. And you can either play along or not. And it's okay. It's okay. I love you. I hope that I hope that you prosper. I, I pray for you. I hope everything mm -hmm. goes great for you. The mm -hmm. truth is gonna win. Sure. Um when we think about this book, 
we're kind of getting off the relevance trail, but I think I think something that says something is relevant, eternally relevant, is its ability to exist through time in its essentially its same format. And when we think about this book, the 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 youngest you can say it is is like nineteen hundred years old. Mm -hmm. The this one that we read right here, this Shar one right, this this one right here, um, if, if we leave out the apocrypha in the middle, but the one that we have here has been around since 350 A.D. Mm -hmm. The books were collected more or less since 100 A.D. We have copies. Yeah that go back closer than any of Homer's books to the original manuscript. And my point is, at the things that are true, the things that are real, the things that are best, that's the, the things that are the best, the things that are most good for your survival, march through evolution and continue to be that way. Mm -hmm. um, if you even if you believe in creature evolution, you know the bones. We still got bones. The best of us do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, that continues to move through. To me, there are truths here that have marched through at least seventeen hundred years, mm -hmm. and 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 very likely longer. That if you add the age of the stories. 2,700 or 3,700 years of existing stories that are here that have moved through. Those truths exist. Mm -hmm. the, tr the story of Job is the oldest book in this book, yep. which is weird. The oldest writing in this book is the story of Job. What a horrible, awful story in some ways with a massive blessing on the end. But it's right. just a truth. Do, you on do we honestly believe... Um, that a creature named Lucifer walked into the king, throne room of God and placed a bet on a man, and God let him have him all the way up to death, and that those things happened. Yeah, I, I can buy that. I'm with that. That's fine. But you know what? It's more true than truth. Mm -hmm. If you read that story, whether it, whether it's a parable like Jesus told many many parables or whether there was a guy named Job who lived mm -hmm. and went through those things and Lucifer literally walked into the throne room of the creator of the universe and laid a bet on a guy it doesn't matter the truth of what went down between Job and his friends the truth that God tells in the on the back end of that thing hey boy <laughs> yeah Pull up a chair. Yeah. Brace yourself like a man. Let me, Here it let me, is. Let me lay some truth on you. Yeah. Uh, where were you when I put all this together? Uh, you know, those truths are truths. Sure. Whether it's a parable or not, the, the Good Samaritan is truth. Whether it happened or not, um, the way people behave, the adjustments we make in the presence of God are truth. Whether you, whether it's a whether it's a fiction or a 
or uh, a reporting of the news. And, and that's the relevance of this Bible. That, yeah. That's what makes it relevant yeah. today. That's what makes it important today. That's what makes it real today. That, that's what makes it alive that's today. A, the living Word of God. Right. Um, we, you and I have both talked about this. We, we've discussed it. The Bible's not a, a history book. No. But it's got history but in it. But it is a history book. Yeah. It is, it's it's yeah, not yeah. a science book. It's not meant to be a science book, but it's got science in it. Yep. It, the, the Bible's not mess, meant to be a psychological text, but there's a lot of things in here that deal with our, the human psyche. It's not a philosophy book, but right. it has tons of philosophy. Sure. It's not sure. a poetry book, but it has tons of poetry. And, and to try to limit it to being one of those things... Um, mm-hmm. Then it can fall apart. Sure can. But to see it as a book of truth about who we are and who we were created to be and what our relationship is with the Lord, to see it as that, it's never going to become irrelevant. No. Uh, there, there's not a chance that it'll become. There's what a, could what could you cut? So let's let's yeah. just get crazy. If, if you were going to say, and I know your answer is going to be like nothing, but if we well, were, if somebody said, I guess I would ask, I'd ask it this way. This is probably more fair. Why couldn't we cut Leviticus? It's very hard to read, and nobody wants to read or numbers. Yeah, Chronicles, Leviticus, yeah. Numbers. Who? Yeah. Why can't we just cut? Just let's cut yeah. that, Rick. Why don't we just cut that? For the very same reason that I just talked to you about, for me. That I just talked to you about, I like to do Ancestry. There is a business out there that makes millions of dollars a year because people are interested in their past, where they came from, who they were, what happened when. Yeah. And it's the same thing with those books. Oh, yeah? That many? Then? There? At that place? That rule? That 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 needed to happen. Um, cleansing, keeping clean. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to find? When when somebody has a disease and you and oh, you yeah. put them in a place where they won't infect others. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah. Um, well, you said it, so I know what you mean. Yeah. So anyway, there are those things in there, mm-hmm. and that's why you can't get rid of anything in here, because every book, every chapter tells a story, and at many, many times, just one verse, um, the, the first verse that most Christians learn because it's the easiest, but the, the impact of it is Jesus wept. Wow. The Son of God wept. Mm -hmm. I weep. Yeah. I've I've had and he I've had crying times. He's got crying times. Maybe he does understand me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I would argue we can't get rid of 
Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Because in order to understand, a couple reasons. In order to understand who Jesus is, mm-hmm. if, if you just, if Jesus, you're like, do we just, just Genesis and then Jesus? Mm-hmm. You don't get it. No. You don't understand who he is. You don't understand when the Hebrew people, when the priests and the Levites look at him like, what are you doing? You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Did you, didn't you read? Who are you? What are you doing? What's your authority to do this? You don't get that if you sure. don't understand what they went through. Because a lot of people want to be mad at the, the, the priests and the Levites and the Pharisees. But you go back and read those books. That's a great point, That's what Todd. they're working out of. It, because, and there are a lot of people who say, well, we're, we're, we live, we're living in a new dispensation. You know, we, we that, should only okay, be watching or reading the, the New Testament. But, and you and I talked about this before. Why were the Jews looking for somebody who was going to come in and whoop up on that's the, story. the, the Romans, you know, that, because that's As what they, they were, interpreted. It. Yeah. That's yeah. what they were. That, that's what they thought was going to happen because it happened so much in their history before where God did something or God gave them the power to uh, overcome some enemy. And now they were, you know, under the thumb, Joshua, of this enemy, Moses, David, yeah. Yeah. Again and again over and, and over again. And over this again. is how they felt like they were getting blessed. So it helps you understand the story of why they thought that this new Messiah, this Messiah coming in, was going to be a conqueror. Yeah. Well, he was, but not in the way that they thought. The other, the other reason why, when you start cutting, when I when I say I'm going to cut pieces out of here. The other reason why those pieces make it relevant is I'm in here. Mm-hmm. In, in numerous places, yeah. I'm in here. And you're in here in numerous places. And they might be the same, and they might be some different ones. Mm-hmm. There's one in here that on, and that's the other relevance is, there's one in here that today, as I go through the, some of the struggles that you know that I'm going through mm-hmm. right now with work, um, is relevant to me mm-hmm. and what's going on. For example, our scripture this week, uh, ten, uh, Matthew 10, mm-hmm. our gospel, Matthew 10, yeah. 40, 41 through 42. It, and, and, and all of that, Matthew 10, is basically Jesus saying, I'm sending you out, but I got you covered. It's going to get bumpy, but I'm with you. I got you. Mm-hmm. You're good. Keep your eyes on the prize. We're good, okay? But there's Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, there's stories in there mm-hmm. that connect to you and me, the, the Psalms. Who needs all that? You and me on a given day. We need that. It speaks to us. Who needs, okay, so like all those minor prophets though, I mean like seriously. No, it, it helps you to see what yep. they were going through. It helps you to see that it's not just you who goes through those things. So again... Truth is truth is truth is truth. How many times have you been in a situation in your life? How many times have you known somebody who's been in a situation and they've said to you, man, I read a scripture today and it just really hit me. Mm -hmm. Or you've been in a situation and you're reading um, the connections that we do here. And it's like, oh, wow. 
Man, I needed that today. How many times have you heard in your Christian walk, not, not just as a pastor, but in your Christian walk, how many times have you heard another brother or sister say, Wow, you know, I, 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 I was reading this scripture today, and man, it just really hit me. There are times when the scripture jumps off the page. And it, I've read scripture at different times, and you know, people are going to go, yeah, well, okay, come on. Um, but I have read time, or had times where the scripture, literally, I mean, like, I'm reading, like, 12, you know, uh, what is it, Pica, and it, and it, like, turns into 60, <laughs> you know, because it, like, just hits me. And, so, and it, seem, it seems like the word gets real big about what I'm supposed to pay attention to and if if that's the truth and it happens with people so many times then how can you say there's no relevance to this word because it hits and it's going to continue to do that with people there's going to be somebody tomorrow that's going through some trial some situation and they're going to be reading through their scripture and the word is going to pop out to them, and they're going to go, oh, yeah, I need to hang on to that. And it might be a scripture that they've read a 17 times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they read it today, and it flips off. It's like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Flip. Yeah. And they go, oh, that's what that means. Yeah. And it was important to them before, but now it's just different important. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's again, it's that, it's that uh, crime and punishment, the Brothers Karamazov, the uh, Iliad and the Odyssey. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. Aesop's fables. As you read those books, you might read there are people who've read the Brothers Karamazov over and over and over yeah. again because each time they pick up some little extra thing that they, oh mm -hmm. oh now I'm 60 years old I that means something completely different sure. to me than it did oh, when yeah. I was 23 yeah um so truth is truth is truth is truth mm -hmm. and truth doesn't get buried off mm -hmm. by evolution it just doesn't um, it might yeah. look different from your perspective but it doesn't get very odd. It doesn't move away. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like what Billy Graham said about the scripture that it was it's a love letter. Um, that was when I read yeah. that I kind of thought you know that's really that's very cool. His, his exact quote is uh, the Bible is God's love letter to us telling us not only that he loves us but showing us what he's done to demonstrate his love. It also tells us how we should live because, because God knows what's best for us and he wants us to experience the best. At best. And, and I, I thought, man, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. There's truth. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty cool because I do see in here where the Lord is, is saying, hey, if, if you do this, it's going to make it better for you. It's going to make it better for everybody else. Yeah. Um, if you don't do this, then there's consequences. 
things yeah. that are going to happen. Yeah, that's the that's the instruction manual for, and I I really don't like when people call this an instruction manual. I really get basic that, instructions before yeah. leaving Earth is like, yeah. wait a minute, sit there. hold on. How about while living here? But it is that it is that. Yeah, it it is that love letter. I like that. It is that the word of God from God, in other words, and the word of God, the experience of hundreds and thousands of people, the experience that those people had with God, and then the word of God, the interaction between them. Mm -hmm. It's God's like he said, it's it's God's letter to us saying yeah. through the experiences of other people, not just exactly. Do, yes, sir. Yeah. Do this, do this, do this, do this. He did that. We didn't do something with that. <laughs> <laughs> but do this, do this, do this. But that's the other thing is it's the experience that other people know. They can't possibly follow that list of rules. But we know that. Yeah. At our inner core, and no matter how many times we make new rules and hang them on the factory wall, do not put your fingers in the machine, you will lose your finger. Yeah. And yet, it's the end of the shift, and that thing won't come out, and I've got to be able to get that out so I can leave and go home, and I put my freaking finger in the machine. <laughs> and 12 times, I get lucky, and I'm fine. You, you on know, the 13th, I lose my finger, and then I get mad and file a claim. Yeah. No, dude. It said don't do that. Right. There is a certain amount of that that is in here. There's all those layers. <laughs> but we know it's truth is truth is truth. We right. know we can't follow the rules. So we have a story of a people who can't deal with 10 rules. Mm -hmm. So they make up 636 more of them yeah. that they can't follow. Yep. And, and that's so true. We know that to be so true. Look at our government today. The bloated list of rules that we have. And well, it doesn't stop anybody from doing anything. And what cracks me up is we have to have rules about eating Tide Pods. We have to, <laughs> we, we have, to have rules about the little thing that comes in the aspirin bottle. And it says right on the package... Not once, not twice. It's written in lines yeah, over, and over, over and over and over again. again. Don't eat. Don't eat. Not edible. Not edible. Not edible. Are you kidding me? Do not trim your hedges with yeah. your push mower. It says in there, do not use yeah. to trim hedges. Leave on the ground at all times. And I'm thinking, <laughs> we, we can't do that. We can't do that. Yeah. Because, and we have to make more and more and more and more and more rules. Uh, we've been we're told. Off of but we've been told. Yeah. We know that that's that's an endless game. Right. We know that that's an endless sure. game. Sure. And our Lord came, and said, "Look, dude, two rules. Yep. Just two. Just do the two. Yeah. Here we go. Two. Make it simple. Love your love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your yep. soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. yourself. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And he still got questions. What do you mean by neighbor? <laughs> Um, I, I like what, when you brought up about B-I-B-L-E. Um, yeah. Let's not trivialize trivialize this. It removes this. the living here on Earth part. Well, there's nothing basic about it. While you're here. It. Yeah. 
Well, there's and there's nothing basic about it yeah. at all. Um, this is this is very involved. Yeah, absolutely. And it and it tells us a lot yeah. about us. Uh, I think who we are. And that's what I got. Yeah. Got anything else? No. Okay. We're I think good. we're gonna finish on Billy Graham's. It's a love letter. Yeah. And it's always relevant. So we'll yeah. always and will continue to be. Yeah. Yep. Guys, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. Uh, we love that you spend it. You took some time out of your day that you actually stopped for God for a minute. Uh, we're not God, but sure. we hope we've all stopped our day to have a conversation about God. Please uh, join in the conversation. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, if you liked it, like it. If you uh, enjoy it enough that you want to make sure you catch the next one, subscribe or follow, depending yeah. on whether you're on YouTube or on Facebook. Uh, or if you're out there in the uh, podcast world and just hearing us. We love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Take care. Bye-bye.